business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this afternoon, infrastructure deficit hampering academic activities at CKT, says Utah's acting VC. Edward condemns inhumane treatments of UG students for allegedly being gay. Payroll monitoring exercise to cover health sector, fair wages and salaries commission. And we are disappointed over no justice for Ahmed Swale, five years on, says UPDN. This business spots and showbiz is coming in this afternoon's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi Akansukum. Now, the details. The CK Tadam University of Technology and Applied Sciences, CKT Utahs, is grappling with an infrastructural deficit that is impeding academic activities. The university, located in Navrongo, Upper East Region, was established in May 2020 with a mandate to provide higher education, undertake research, and disseminate knowledge related to development through integrated technology and applied sciences. However, the acting vice-chancellor of CKT Utahs, uh, Professor Samson Abba Abagli, bemoaned that the dream of the university is hampered due to its inadequate infrastructure. Coupled with uh, inadequate hosted facilities and lecture halls, Professor Abagali says the situation limits the university's ability to admit many students and again compromises the quality of education delivery. He appealed to the government to expedite action and complete a laboratory complex, a hostel facility, and a four-story lecture hall that are funded under the Ghana Education Trust Fund, Gets Fund. Regardless of the challenges, he mentioned the establishment of a modern computer laboratory for the School of Computing and Information Sciences, state-of-the-art skills laboratory for the School of Nursing and Midwifery, and the upgrade of the university's clinic to a polyclinic as some major achievement. Professor Gordon uh, Akanzuweni, the chairman of the governing council of CK Tadam University of Technology and Applied Sciences emphasized the university's commitment to supporting the government's vision of positioning Ghana as a leader in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, STEM education. Now, an advocacy organization, Africa Education Watch, has condemned the inhumane treatment meted out to University of Ghana students for allegedly being gay. In a widely circulated video, the student in question was forcibly undressed, subjected to physical assault, and compelled to walk around the campus. Edwards, in a statement issued January 16, described an act as a, a criminal inhumane and degrading. Edward called on Ghanaians to desist from carrying on instant justice since the country is governed by law. They also urged the Vice-Chancellor in the Ghana Police Service to initiate rapid investigation into this barbaric act, bring the perpetrators to justice, identify the victim and provide the necessary health support. 
Edward again called for increased security on campuses to ensure the safety of human life. This comes at a time Parliament is seeking to pass the proper human sexual rights and Ghanaian Family Values Bill 2021. The bill, which has generated a lot of attention locally and internationally, seeks to curb the acknowledgement and promotion of any rights of LGBTQ plus individuals or groups. It criminalizes sex between persons of the same sex, between a man and a woman and an animal or object, proposing imprisonment of between three and five years. Now to some other stories. The payroll monitoring exercise is to be extended to the corridors of public health institutions in the country this year. The exercise is intended to check leakages in the public sector wage bill and correct abnormalities in workload and salary. On the progress of the exercise, we started in April last year. Mr. Atta said it focused on the local government service in the Western, Greater Accra, Central, Volta and Oti regions. The other regions will be covered later, he said. An initial analysis of the exercise in 17 institutions last year provided evidence of a decline in their wage bills. Mr. Atta said that the wage bill was reduced by an average of 1.2% from April to August 2023 during the exercise, translating into an equivalent of about 36,108,000 Ghana cities. The controller and accountant general's department wage bill for 707,000 employees on the single spine had also witnessed a one and a 6% reduction month on over month, respectively, for July and August, resulting in saving about 178,360,000 and about 18,448,000 cities for the country. Mr. Arthur commended the CAGD for its support, which he said had made the exercise a success and said the initiative to link the Ghana car to the payroll was also helping to clean the bones. Now, moving to some other stories this afternoon, journalists in the country have expressed disappointment in the lack of progress in the execution of justice for the late investigative journalist Ahmed Hussein Swali Devela, five years after his demise. Ahmed Hussein Swali Devela, who was an investigative journalist of Tiger IPI, was murdered in cold blood on the 9th of Wednesday, January 16, 2019, sending shockwaves throughout the journalistic community in Ghana and around the world. The United Press for Development Network, UPDN, in a statement dated January 16, expressed fury at the lack of progress on the part of the security in bringing the perpetrators to book. UN UPDN called on the in 
Inspector General of Police, IGP, Dr. George Ekufudam Pari, Information Minister Kojo Ponkroma, um, Attorney General Godfrey Yapuadame, and President Nanedidanko Ekufuadu to prioritize the investigation into Ahmed Swale's murder. It further described as disheartening the lapse in accountability for his murder, which is believes threatens press freedom. UPDN issued a stern warning against any form of assault against journalists before, during, and after the December polls. Straight to business this afternoon, Ghana will re-engage with its international bondholders from next week. Finance Minister Ken Oforiata told Reuters Monday as a country seeks to build on the momentum of a deal last week to restructure $5.4 billion of official creditor debt. The West African country would seek to continue discussions after meeting holders of its around $13 billion in outstanding euro bond in Marrakesh in October. Oforiata said in an interview on the sidelines of the World Economic Forum annual meeting, officials would also travel to China on January 23rd. He added, China and France co-chair Ghana's official creditor committee and the agreement reached with the committee was key to unlocking more funding from a $3 billion International Monetary Fund IMF rescue loan. Ghana defaulted on most of its overseas debts in December 2022 after debt servicing costs soared. It is looking to restructure $20 billion of external debt, which totaled about $30 billion at the end of 2022 and has already restructured most local debt. Now, moving straight to some sports this afternoon. South Africa's 2023 Africa Cup of Nations campaign got off to a poor start after they were beaten 2-0 by Group E rival Mali as the stadium in Koga on Tuesday night. Bafana Bafana put up a strong showing in the first half but failed to take their chances, including a missed penalty, and were made to pay by the Eagles in the second stanza as Hamari Tori and Lassine found the back of the net to see them join Namibia who stunned Tunisia earlier in the evening at the top of group standing on three points. The team's trader chances in the opening quarter hour before South Africa were awarded a penalty after a VAR review for an elbow from Mali defender um, on evidence. However, Percy Tor struck the 18-minute penalty high and wide. Tor had another great chance on 35th minute when a long pass from the midfielder put him in a goal, but his right-footed shot from a right angle was turned away by the goalkeeper. Now moving to some showbiz this afternoon. 
Multiple award-winning gospel musician Dinah Hamilton has finally dropped her newest single, the song Dab, The Doing of the Lord, featured popular Nigerian gospel singer Mercy Chinwo, known in real life as Mercy um, Nende Chinwo. Mercy Chinwo is known for her hit songs, Excess Lab, which was released in 2018. Dinah Hamilton, known for her spirituality, uplifting lyrics that seamlessly blend the local tree dialects with English, stayed true to her distinctive style in the latest song. The much-awaited single, accompanied by its video, was released January 15, 2023. The song, released in less than two days, is expected to catch the public domain like conf conflagration and transcend borders and that's how we draw curtains on the midday news on ghana talks radio log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us ghana talks radio on all social media platforms you can as well download the gtr app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awintemi Akansukuma. I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good afternoon. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.